0: Welcome back to another episode of The High School Transcript. This is your host, Mr. Flannery.
1: And I'm Mr. Wimpenny. And this is actually our season finale episode. I know we've been missing some episodes this year, but we plan on coming back next year strong. Uh, We're actually going to have two bonus episodes that will follow this uh, episode. Um, One of them being interviews from actual graduation.
0: That is, folks. So we will hear from a lot more seniors at graduation. But first, we are joined today by our salutatorian Eric Estrada. We really hope you guys enjoy what he has to tell you today.
2: Let's talk, Eric. Let's talk. I'm oh, ready. That's my I'm man! You're graduating in two days. Two days, man. That's crazy. How's it feel? Um, it feels good. Kind of, uh, kind of sad, but happy at the same time. Yeah. Why sad? Uh, because I feel like um, just throughout the four years, I've I've especially now, like the end of senior year, I've become a lot more attached to the campus, mostly because of the people. Mm-hmm. And then, like right when I realized, like the true treasure of it that i have to leave so what
0: okay a couple things i want to ask about that because i find it i find it ironic that you say that you've become so attached to the campus right. um, during a high school experience that is very atypical where you haven't even really been on the campus right so how did you find a way to become so attached in essentially half of the time that the majority high schoolers get to spend here
2: yeah um well that's true like the first two years or whatever you're still kind of like a freshman if you will and I uh, you're not really involved or anything but I feel like with the whole online thing Mm -hmm. uh, I mean for everybody we kind of learned how to appreciate actual school and then just coming back uh, I feel like everyone was just so so happy to be to be back which contributed like greatly to making the experience for everybody better uh, from from like the teacher's perspective as well Uh, and I feel like just being able to to encounter like the The people that i encounter every day Mm -hmm. uh in person was just it was a gift that i didn't know i had until it was taken away uh so and again like I'm, i'm just now like taking it all in uh right as i have to leave so i feel like being out for a year uh kind of brought that true gift of live school of seeing the people face to face every day uh and made it like that much greater so that that's did, I hope that makes sense.
1: Did you excel at being online, or was it a struggle?
2: Um, I wouldn't say excel, but I managed. I I, ma- I stayed the same as as when I was in person. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was. I struggled a little bit with some classes or whatever, but I feel like it would have been the same uh, in person as it was.
0: So academically, you felt like you you managed. You were able to kind of stay the same student that you were.
2: Uh yeah, I was I was able to stay the same student that I was uh in person. It was, it was tough and everything because there was no, like, uh, uh, hands-on instruction. It was super, like, optional. It, was, it felt optional. It yeah. wasn't optional, obviously, mm-hmm. but it felt optional. But, uh, like, for zero period, we still had to wake up fairly early. So, uh, But, yeah, I was able to maintain that level of, of academics.
0: It's funny you should mention that you had to wake up for zero period earlier because, you know, you played soccer. And <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. heard you at the rally, and I, I've seen more guys in there in the weight room 5 a.m. like when i'm in there so it sounds like you were kind of already ready
2: for that zero period type of yeah the the thing is that like um that i didn't start doing that until like quarantine so like if we had so much like well i had so much time to like reflect on me like just be my by myself because i was just so like we were just all locked down so i had so much time to like just just talk think to myself and like that's one of the things that came up i just started like waking up early because I'm like a person that likes to go against the grain, mm-hmm. like whether it be like the smallest thing just to get like my dad mad or something, but <laughs> uh, so I was just like, man, I wonder if people are waking up early or not, and I' was like man, maybe I should do it, so I tried it, and like it sucks the first few days, but I just started waking up earlier and it it became like a habit almost uh so this year was it was it wasn't that hard to get up for like weights, but when I first began like during quarantine it was it was pretty hard but
0: How do you feel like your, what do you feel like your production level is on those mornings that like throughout the day, your production level on the mornings that you, you wake up early, you get your stuff done, whether it is you go for a workout or, you know, you start the day off, whether it's just a good breakfast and you're up early though, you have the rest of the day. How do you feel the production level is on those days versus the days where, you know, Hey, maybe I'll sleep in a little bit where I don't have to get up.
2: Yeah, I feel, I definitely feel like there's a, like a great benefit to, to waking up early to actually just getting something done early. Uh, because I found that, like, when I when I sleep in, uh, which I do do sometimes. Sometimes on Sundays I'll, like, snooze a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, as we all do. Yeah, but I feel, like, sleepy throughout the day. Like, I just woke up. You know that feeling you get when you just wake up? Uh, kind of dragging. Yeah, the yeah. little draggy, mm-hmm. like, drowsy feeling. Like, your eyes are barely opening.
1: Mm-hmm. It's me first period every day. <laughs> yeah. And when I
2: sleep in, I tend to have that feeling mm-hmm. throughout, like, the day until it's, like, 3 or 4 p.m. when I'm, like... When i'm about to work out so i feel like getting up early and not even if it's just like doing something getting something done like making your bed or something not even you don't have to work out but if you get something done i feel like that just gives a little quick like a kickstart to your day and mm-hmm. it, that just builds momentum i guess well for me that's that's the experience that i had 100 percent.
0: you, you kind of start your day off on a high and then you just kind of go through yeah you mm-hmm. cruise through the rest of the day yes, i 100 percent feel that dude. when i wake up like in the morning and i don't do anything yeah. And then i do my self-reflecting you mentioned self-reflecting which i think is super important right when you self-reflect after those lazy days you you're like excuse my french you kind of feel like a piece of shit yeah <laughs> you,
2: you kind of uh, regret it but i feel like um and then like by the end of the day when you do wake up early and you get all that stuff done early mm-hmm. uh you're ready to like sleep yeah you're ready to go to bed and like whereas if you if in a good in, place too. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You
0: felt super productive that. Those yeah, days. you were
2: productive, and like you're just winding down the clock, and then mm-hmm. boom, it's time to go to sleep. Whereas, like, if you sleep in, or if I sleep in, I feel like I haven't done much, so I'm not tired. Yeah, and I'm just like, eh, I can stay up because I, I slept in a little bit, so I can stay up later.
0: I feel like these minimum days on finals have that effect on me because we as teachers are just like, take your quiz. Yeah. Or if we've <laughs> already given the final, we're like, <laughs> we just stare. stare. Here's a film. <laughs> like. So these days have a tendency to get very lazy, Mm -hmm. so I I 100% feel that, but you don't have the opportunity necessarily to get lazy after high school because you're headed off to Pomoda Pitzer where you're going to be furthering your education as well as your soccer playing career, from my understanding. That is right. Actually, before we get there, yeah,
1: I I think this is the first time I've met you, right? Have yes. you ever met before? I don't, I don't I think, don't so, think right? so. I've seen you around, but yeah. we
0: haven't met. Yet. He probably saw you as the weird guy with the gauntlet cup holder. Right? <laughs>
2: probably. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, so I, can you give us a quick rundown of like in your four years, what have, what have you been involved in here?
2: Um, yeah. So for my four years, uh, sports have been a big, big thing. I've been, for the most part, uh, cross country and soccer. Which ever I've since been like freshman year? Freshman year, okay. yeah uh cross country was because my soccer coach was forcing us to (laughs) to run (laughs) at least one race sounds like morphine yeah so i ran one race and he's like nah you have to stay so i was like all right i'll stay um like it sucked the first like year but after like you get acquainted with the rest of the teammates and Mm -hmm. there's comes a point where you get a little better at at the sport uh at running? Yeah, you kind of learn <laughs> to... It sucks, dude. <laughs> it sucks. Like, some of the workouts suck, but you you just learn to, to like, enjoy the pain almost. And so it, it just becomes, like, cool for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. you burn out again. And, but, yeah, I've been in cross-country soccer. Uh, my senior year, I recently completed uh, track season, which was my first year. Uh, what did you, you run? I ran the 1600, which is a mile, and... I ran the four by four and the 800 okay yes sir so more like distance type stuff yeah more like bit. distance yeah okay. um <clears throat> the four by four I got put on there we only ran it one race because unfortunately uh our team you know whether it was injuries you know grades yeah. uh kind of fell apart but that first race was kind of good well actually it was very good uh, I ran the 800 once to see how it went uh and then my my coaches wanted me to like focus on the mile for the league finals and everything. So mm-hmm. that's what I kind of ended up running.
1: Now, is it primarily like training for soccer? Is that how you view it?
2: Yeah. So, um, from my perspective, I, I feel like doing cross country and, and track kind of, uh, set that little base of fitness for, for soccer. Cause obviously it's, it's different. Um, because in soccer, you're like, sprinting mm-hmm. and then you stop and then you sprint and then you stop and you kind of use a lot of energy in those sprints mm-hmm. whereas in like track and, and cross country you're like jogging at a steady pace. It's a consistent energy. Consistent right. energy, right. yeah. Right. But at the same time you're strengthening, strengthening that uh, like aerobic system to like Last way longer, you gain that little stamina, and then you could just get into the the specialty work of like sprinting and using Mm -hmm. all that energy, and then regenerating energy. So
0: it's it's improving what your your cardiovascular system, right? Yes, like your respiratory system. Yeah, seems like an Abdel thing, but yeah, (laughs) yeah, she would know. Yeah, she would know. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, I I think that's actually really. I think it's a really good idea that morphine has you guys do that.
2: Yeah, and then it just um, because you don't want to just go into like season. Uh, and then try to get your fitness out of nowhere, mm-hmm. where like from not doing anything. So I feel like it just kept me and like the guys that did it mm-hmm. uh, on our toes and, and just ready. Ready. Do you to feel
0: like it. when when you and, you, and you, a few other guys did they all do it or just a few of them?
2: Uh, nah, f- <clears> the whole season it was only me, but everybody was required to run one race. Okay. Uh, and then the practices leading up to that race. Did any of the guys other than
0: yourself kind of do the whole season? No. Okay, so it's no. just you. Just me, yeah. Did you feel like you were, when you returned to soccer, did you feel like you were in a better physical shape than oh, yeah. maybe some of the other guys?
2: Oh, yeah, uh, definitely because uh, annoying morphine, you know, we're going to do uh, hills because that's what that's what he lives by. Yeah, he loves to take videos of it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to take videos <laughs> of it. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like, yeah, because I wasn't, it's like uh, if you were to get up from sitting down and trying to run across the hallway, whereas if you're coming, walking already, and you run across the hallway. That's yeah. how I view it. Like, I was already Interesting. in. Yeah, that's because if you get up, if you think about it, you're, you're sedentary, you're sitting down, and then you got to get up and run across the hallway, whereas yeah. if you're walking, you just got to accelerate. So I feel like for me, uh, doing that, the season, I was just, I just had to accelerate and, and just Really focus on the the soccer aspect of things once it came.
0: The more like skill based type style or side
2: of soccer. Yeah, yeah, and the the fitness obviously as well. But I just I had that base already, so it wasn't like I was coming from nothing. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Were you involved in stuff other than sports, like clubs or anything?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was um, this year. I formed part of uh, Spanish Honor Society, National Honor Society, AP Spanish Club, and the I was I helped around with the Asian Student Association. I'm, I'm in no way Asian, but I had a good friend uh, that's, that was the president of the club, and uh, I joined it, so it was, it was a good experience. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, not to mention, we haven't even mentioned this, you're a
0: salutator- uh, well, yeah, salutatorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So you've been heavily involved in the two and a half to three years, if you want,
2: um, that you actually spent on campus and right. made a huge impact yeah yeah um that and like i f- I just feel just going off of what you said about that um, like my class the the people I was surrounded with were like super tough competition, oh yeah, in a good way uh, like I'm friends with every like all of them I'm friends with the valedictorian Robert shout out robert and and Leo and then the rest of the guys that are up there as well uh, and it was just friendly competition all around, mm-hmm. so I feel like it was it was kind of also thanks to them that I, that I've ended up up there salutatorian uh, because we're just we helped each other in the classes we had and like competed friendly but competed with each other so I feel like the competition the the grid the, the work that these guys brought was just it was a plus to have in my class
1: Wait, when did you actually see it as kind of like a friendly competition was it this year or was it built? Like when, when do you start thinking about, wait, I could be salut- salutatorian?
2: Yeah, I, I actually didn't know. I didn't even know what it meant until like <laughs> yeah. the end of last year. <laughs> I forget that happens a lot. Yeah, I still don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's second It's like first,
2: right? yeah, because there's like a class rank or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, number one is valedictorian. Yeah. Yeah. And number two is salutatorian. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and it has to do with like GPA and all that. Yeah. Right. Um, I Cumulative didn't know, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Over the four years. Yeah. I didn't know about that until the end of last year when people started mentioning it. And I feel like that's that's when I started uh, noticing that little friendly competition. Uh, but then looking back, um, it's always been there. It's just I didn't see it as that. You don't mm-hmm. really recognize it. Yeah, I don't really recognize no. it because you know freshman year we were up there as well. Like these guys were, these guys are just like computers, man. Like these guys work, mm-hmm. like, work, work, work. That's what they know what, how to do. Uh, and they've been like that since freshman year. And me, I didn't, I wasn't really thinking about like the final product of being salutatorian or anything. I was just trying to keep on my things so like my parents wouldn't get mad uh like
1: you were you were taking like the ap classes regardless of
2: uh whatever that, or yeah and plus i've always been like uh like for some reason at my old school there was like advanced classes or whatever so i was mm-hmm. like oh, i guess i'll just take ap and they were like if you take the ap test and you fail like you have nothing to lose Like <laughs> i was like okay yeah. whatever i'll try it uh, so I tried that and then it just became, again, like a habit. I'd rather be like an AP than a, than a regular because mm-hmm. I have friends in regular classes. It's good news that you have friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have friends. Uh, but I have friends in like regular classes and like they get a bunch of like busy work and all that. <laughs> and I noticed that in the AP classes, it's just straight to the point, like teaching you what's going to be on the test. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather be like in a class where we're, work, we're working towards like an end goal, mm-hmm. like, like the test whereas we're just like wasting time you know, so.
1: was, was there a class that you took because you wanted to get to salutatorian but you didn't really want to take that class you know what i mean like oh, you, I, you took, I, I see like what you're you, saying you took it just to get the ap credit but yeah you didn't really want to um N-
2: no i do uh this year i took uh ap calculus uh wow. at the same time as pre-calculus because i wasn't supposed to take ap calculus
0: oh wow, oh, wow you took it wow
2: yeah, I wasn't supposed to take AP Calculus. There's like a whole story behind it. I was mm-hmm. supposed to graduate with just pre-calculus, but uh, I wanted to apply to a school, and mm-hmm. they required like a calculus class and a phys- physics class. So what school is that? Uh, Caltech. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, it ended up working out with them because I couldn't get I couldn't fit physics into my schedule this year, but uh, I ended up staying in AP Calculus. But now that you mentioned that, uh, I didn't take it just because uh, like I didn't stay in it to be valid or salutatorian. <coughs> mm-hmm. Because I didn't know how they like uh, decided on that, so I ended up just staying in there. Uh, at first, I didn't really want to because everybody was like, "Dude, you're gonna get absolutely like slammed. It's, it's yeah, calc. It's yeah, you're gonna get like it's press for both, right? Press for both, yeah. yeah. So like, you didn't, you haven't taken pre calc. We already took pre calc. Like you're gonna get, like you're done. It's like man, I was, I was second, second having second thoughts about that. So, but I ended up staying because like everybody was so like welcome, welcoming to it. Uh, Perez was welcoming mm-hmm. to it as well. Uh, he liked the idea, but no, nah, I didn't. I don't think I took an AP course specifically to like boost me towards that because I didn't know how they calculated it. So. Yeah,
0: you're a better person than I am. <laughs> I took an AP course in high school because it's at AP. <laughs> yeah, maybe
2: maybe if I knew how they calculated, then I would have like probably fit more AP classes. Could have got that first place. Yeah, bro. I could have first place. So yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until after <laughs> high school that I realized it meant nothing unless I could pass the AP test, yeah. Right? Yeah. which I never did. I think I took
1: the courses but failed the test. Yeah,
2: every time. I, I took... I've taken like... I forgot how many I've taken, but I've taken so many AP classes and I've passed two tests. Mm-hmm. I I have you, have, yeah. Do you know which ones you passed? Yeah, the Spanish ones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I. Right, to be fair, I'm a math teacher and I failed the math ones, so... Yeah,
2: but yeah. I mean... Yeah, they're they're tough, dude. So mm-hmm. the only
0: the only reason I passed the AP classes because I brought one of my teachers a breakfast burrito. Every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, hey man, it works. Hey, when do teachers do. when teachers are on their way to retirement, they're easy to get along with. Trust yeah. me. Um, but we'll no, keep so that in n- mind. <laughs> right? <laughs> Next year, man. You keep that in mind for your pro- professors at Pomona Pitzer. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, but you're going on to play soccer there, too, yes, sir. Um, which is super awesome. you got going to stay midfielder. or they might maybe move
2: you. It depends on what they need for the team, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so I'm, I'm a defender right now. So um, oh, I was. that's I say I midfielder? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought you were a midfielder. Yeah, no, I'm a defender, <clears> uh, <throat> so it looks like I will be playing uh, defender, but... At the same time, you, you kind of never know, cause, right? Uh, you can get to a new team and they like how you play somewhere, and they 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 change what position you play. So, but I'm I'm open to to everything, you know. I'm just I'm just ready to to work with these guys, dude, because it just seemed like a great group of guys like that just just want it, you know. So
0: you you seem like you're ready to just to go to work no matter
2: what it is, no matter who it's with, no matter where it is. Like you're a grinder. You- yeah, I, I I I I feel I feel like like that as well i like to feel like that as well mm-hmm. um and it wasn't like that it hasn't it hasn't been like that the whole time it's just been like that recently for like a couple years or i'd say like two years mainly just because again i had that time uh to myself uh during like quarantine mm-hmm. uh, and i just i just decided like i just want to be a dog you know if <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: if if you know if i may it, it sounds like you, <clears throat> and i'm gonna come back to the college because there's another thing i want to talk to you about it but it sounds like you took quarantine and you you know you mentioned a few minutes ago how you you self-reflected a lot it sounds like a lot of it based on how you came out of quarantine how hard you worked where you're headed next it sounds like a lot of it was self-motivating like positive reflection almost like um mindfulness. You ever heard
2: of mindfulness? You have yeah. heard that term before? Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: yeah. It, it sounds like that's what you did a lot of.
2: Yeah, and I did because um since everything like shut down, I was I played club soccer outside of school. Mhm. But even that shut down. So it was like we didn't have a school season, we didn't have a club season. Um like you could barely go anywhere, so I was like training every day just trying to stay on top. Mhm just like hoping that we would play but it, it went on so long without a game like i would train during the week and then the weekends because we weren't playing on the weekends anymore so mm-hmm. it was like it was so easy i almost like burnt myself out because i was just i was it was dark dude because I, I i wanted to play so bad but there was no no games no nothing it was just you were training and i felt like i was training for for nothing right uh but then i was like shoot you know if i'm gonna be doing this i might as well like like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like... I just... I learned to like appreciate uh, the process more if that makes sense because I was looking towards the games looking forward towards the games so much that like I ignored the work that was behind them. Mm-hmm. So I was just like shoot I might as well just like have this be my game until there's games again. So... Do you just, almost
0: take it as like you were felt like you were training your mind to enjoy that dude, process?
2: Yes. I... That's exactly what I think it was, cause at that point, like, I was I was looking at this. Is gonna sound cheesy, but I was looking at YouTube videos, like you know the, those motivational videos. That sounds normal these days. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was I was looking at those, and there's, there's this guy that came up, uh, David Goggins. I don't know if you've heard of him. No. So David Goggins, like this guy, lost like a bunch of weight. He he was a Navy SEAL. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if you heard about him, but mm. uh, what about Jocko Willink? I've heard of him. Yeah, like, the, the no. guy that wakes up, like, 4.30 has, in the morning. He has his own energy drink? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. So, these guys are, like, crazy ex-Navy SEAL type guys mm-hmm. that, are like, nuts. Like, if you look at his body now, compared to what he was before, it's, it's crazy. And I, I looked into him more. I actually have his book. It's called uh, Can't Hurt Me. Mm-hmm. Uh Super good book. But... I started looking into him, and that's what he speaks of. I was like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta own your mind first before, mm-hmm. before you can do anything, anything else." So I was like, "What does that even mean?" Like, I didn't know what that meant, and I still probably don't know what it means. But I feel like I'm further into like the process than I was before. So I, f- I feel good, but not good enough.
0: Do you? Would you say that you're starting to? And because I, I did the same thing during quarantine. I. I did a lot of deep self-reflecting, a lot of yes, mindfulness, a lot of like, I, it sounds like you grabbed some books. I also started reading a lot about, you know, that type of, Right. some people will call it self help, but in, it, it, to me it doesn't, it, I don't know, that category is very like, vague.
2: Yeah, it's like waking, it's like kind of bringing something just, that's in you. That it's you, like
0: tapping into
2: yourself, ca- yeah, what yeah, you're that fully you capable of. Yeah, that you didn't know what you were yeah. capable of. Yeah, so exactly. would
0: you say that you're starting to understand just how powerful the human mind really is?
2: Yes, I, without a doubt, it's, like, super, once you realize, like, what you're capable of doing, like, what limits you're capable of pushing, mm-hmm. it, you feel so much more confident in yourself. It's, like, w- when you do daily things, they're, like, nothing, like, stuff you're stressing over right now, it's nothing because, you know, like, you've been through worse. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just a matter of putting yourself through, like, that that kind of stuff so your mind could like David Goggins calls it callousing your mind just like you get callous what does he call it? Callous- callous- yeah. callousing your mind so you know how you get calluses on your hand yeah, from yeah, like yeah. weightlifting. he calls it doing that to your to your mind interesting it's like you gotta be you gotta do uncomfortable things on a daily basis mm-hmm. just to like when it's raining out there and you don't wanna go run just go run yeah you do that stuff that's literally what he says like word for word you're like, sometimes it'd be cold or sometimes it'd be raining and I didn't wanna go run and I'd force myself to go run
0: i read one where it said like challenge your mind daily like you would challenge your body in a workout
2: yeah exactly and it's like you could work out so much that's something i learned as well but it's like useless in a game or anything if your mm. mind isn't right 100 percent. yeah it's it's not dude that's preaching. i learned that yeah that's, that's what i learned from and that's not that's not me saying it like i probably read it or heard it somewhere but that's just that's what i've like i've Discovered. That's a hundred percent what I took out of quarantine. Yes, like
0: that. That's the biggest thing. Is yes, is just how in tune I could be. Not just with like when my mind is in tune. I'm in. T- I feel like I'm more in tune with my body. I feel like I'm more in tune. This may sound corny, but spiritually.
2: Yeah. Exactly. No. I. I. I understand completely. And it sounds kind of like. I. I feel bad saying this, but, at the end of quarantine, when we came back. I was kind of like, or not even at the end, but in quarantine, I I got so like into it that I was so full of myself, like kind of on a cocky like pedestal or whatever. And that sounds bad now, but I was like, I felt like so Mm -hmm. good, like I was, I'm ready for anything, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that kind of going through that also kind of helped me now moving forward because
0: well yeah you were knocked off that pedestal by the valedictorian yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> and
2: then just things like you kind of have to to humble yourself every once in a while and you kind of learn how that works because you're not like I'm not I try to be less like cocky or anything whatever mm-hmm. uh, but and still confident and yeah confident yeah. and it's, it's sometimes it's hard to like distinguish between those because a lot of people uh, mistake one for the other yeah but for me, I just I try to keep the confidence, but I try to remain away from like the cockiness, like the toxic energy from other people.
0: I've never gotten a, a cockiness vibe from you, but I've definitely right. gotten confident. But I think I think the distinction of that is is how you interact with people. Right. If you interact with people in a way that, you know, when they leave the interaction, they leave it worse off than they came into it as, then I think that's gonna strike you as cocky. But if they leave that interaction better right than when they first started it with you and you're even keeled the entire time i think that radiates confidence rather than cockiness
2: right yeah i understand that and i feel like that's the goal like to like me i went through that during the quarantine and, and still going like through the strengthening mind process mm-hmm. but I, I feel that it's appropriate to be selfless with it because so many people need that um and it, i think we'd all live in a, like a better world if everybody kind of just tapped into themselves a little bit 100% cuz <clears throat> i don't know i f- i feel like i was i was a robot you know I was, before it was just me going with the flow uh and i feel i feel better now but there's just a lot more to do like more improvement you know so mm-hmm. feel um, more I, in control too yeah yeah exactly yeah. um so i don't know uh I'm just i'm happy that that happened uh even though it's like a, a bad bad thing mm-hmm. i guess that people see it but i mean you could always get something good out of, out of I, bad. I was gonna say i think i think it speaks volumes to where you are um spiritually
0: you know mentally the fact that you came out of quarantine you're like i'm low-key might be better off now than i was before right yeah. like that you you didn't waste that time
2: right yeah and i i, I feel like it would have came Eventually, or I feel mm-hmm. like it comes for everybody where they realize like, man, I could I could be much better. But I'm glad it happened then because uh, once it ended, I was just I was I was ready. You know, yeah. like I was I felt ready. Um, and it like senior year was tough. So I feel like that that prepared me pretty well for it and is preparing me for the future. So.
0: And speaking of your future prepar- preparation, what are you preparing to major in? I said I was going to come back to pizza because right. you strike me as a very bright young man. So I'm very curious to know. I know you mentioned Caltech, so I'm wondering something in the
2: yeah. engineering. Yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna major in chemistry um, with uh, the intent to become a battery engineer because I <laughs> that's what, that's like the future. So battery take a, engineer. Yeah. So you basically develop batteries and like Tesla and all that uh, electric cars and all that like how we're transitioning from a gas Mm -hmm. uh, environment to an electric environment. Right. Just developing more efficient and better batteries so it's not like you could have a smaller one rather than a giant like block. So I feel like to be honest with you it's for the money.
1: (laughs) Hey. that's that's For the money. That's where (laughs) the worst thing is to get a degree and then not use it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's tough because you know, I've taken AP Chem, uh, and that's just AP Chem. It's not even like higher up Chem. Uh, That's higher than what I took. But okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I feel like because I was passionate about that subject until like quarantine. So. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I had taken honors chemistry sophomore year and I was there in person and it was cool. Uh, It was a big workload, but it was it was cool uh and then i kind of lost interest during online but i was passionate about the subject so i think it'll be good enough oh i'll be passionate enough about it to stick with it Mm -hmm. so i feel like at the same time it's for the money but i found something that i was that i could be passionate about to get the money it you shouldn't
0: feel like it's a bad thing that it's for the money you're you're a kid like
2: when i was a kid i
0: wanted to make money right like that what anyone should want to mm-hmm. no one wants no one wants to wake up in the morning and be like well I'm gonna go sleep on Riverside Drive yeah no, <laughs> no yeah. one
2: <laughs> and it's like cause man I've met like a lot of people um, specifically this year and like teachers and everything mm-hmm. and like you kind of get a lot of perspectives on life from them uh, and for some it's more about finding something you love to do more than the money and for the others it's more than the money more of the money than what you love mm-hmm. because if you think about it I mean you have to survive so facts and nowadays it's like money and then people will always say like money doesn't buy happiness but dude, it's true
0: it, it can help though
2: yeah but for me I wouldn't be happy if I was like broke no you know living not living somewhere or anything yeah. I feel most happy when because my family never had like we've never had that money you know mm-hmm. so I feel I feel happy whatever when we're comfortable in a comfortable place mm-hmm. to where we're not worrying about like we're going to lose a house or something or we're not losing we're not worrying about like damn are we going to make the bills t- this month yeah so i feel like just being at that point where you're living comfortably where money isn't a a problem mm-hmm. that's that's happiness for me 100 for for the people that i live with more more so than than me right you know because you know you also have family it's not just you at the end of the day so i feel like having those people as well as myself, like in a comfortable place, uh, financially, I've, that's just like happiness for me. Cause then after that, you could work, like you could be struggling with, with whatever, but if you just have that covered, you could just work on yourself outside of that, you know? <sighs> <Dude.
0: laughs> Eric's like preaching right now. Like, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I thought like the, the things you're saying are literally the last two years of my
2: thought process. Yeah. I, yeah, man. Like, I'm, you're just on the same page. Like, there's there's a very select few people that tapped into themselves mm-hmm. in the past like two years, and those people understand. And the people that haven't will understand. Just yep. they don't do it yet. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just an ongoing process, dude. There's no finish line. You just You yeah. Keep going with this. You that's know?
0: that's just it, dude. There's yeah. no finish line. I saw no finish line. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you just say. It. I saw a meme today. Um, where it was, like, some guy climbing a mountain. It was, like, school, and he's, like, almost there. And it's, like, yeah. and then there's another meme where he's still climbing the mountain. Right. And he's, like, high school. He's, like, I'm almost there. And he gets to college, and he's at the top of the peak. He's, like, yes. And then the picture next to him is just another mountain past that that
2: says life, and he's, like, oh, shit. Yeah, because it's true, though. <laughs> like, like, you finish something, and there's something else to start. Absolutely. So, and if you're not, then you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, right? There's not something else to start. Like, you, I mean, you I, got it. There has to be something after, you know? So
0: what do you do next? That's just exactly, it. It's, yeah. it's what you do next, and you know, it's it's for us, for teachers. It's what can we provide you guys? Exactly. That, that's that's how we professionally self-reflect. If you want to kind of use those terms, Right. then um, kind of stick to the theme of what we talked about today. Professionally, I self-reflect on like okay, after Thursday, so Friday, I will probably self-reflect a lot and be like, okay, what did I do this year as a teacher? right what class what to tu- what student jesus What's what two? student did i did i reach out to and really connect with and that like i feel like yeah this year was really good for them so that's what we do next because we certainly don't do it for the money no <laughs> and,
2: I, and that's a big thing that's like, why we get side jobs <laughs> exactly and a big thing of like going back to the beginning of the podcast uh, when i spoke about my connection to campus mm mm-hmm. mhm you, big, said it you said gold.
0: You mentioned something about finding the
2: gold in it. Yeah, a treasure. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. To yeah. me, it's um, a big part of that was realizing that teachers, or for the most teachers, I want to say, um, are here for us mm-hmm. because they they love people and they love they're passionate about what they teach. But I noticed, like at the end of this last two or last two weeks of school for for us for seniors. People like Miss Jones, Mr. Jones, um, along the lines of like other Miss Ogden, all these other teachers were like on every day just trying to get every senior set for mm-hmm. graduation. Mm-hmm. But then also throughout the year and uh, other classes academically, I, I realized, you know, some teachers are way behind what they can be. Uh, and I say this because some teachers are, like, genius, man. Like, they could be making big bucks at, like, working at companies, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy companies or whatever.
1: Tintor. <laughs> t- yeah. T- Tintor
2: is a kid. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, yeah. Tintor. He's, he's a smart dude. He's, mm-hmm. But there's so many like him that could be elsewhere, but they choose to be here. Mm-hmm. And the main reason is, is for us, for me, uh, for the students. And I feel like realizing that just made – leaving lakeside that much more harder but it's like there's no there's nothing that could pay that back because these people make a like a great impact in in our lives one they did in mine um every teacher that i've had since freshman year i remember because of one thing uh whether they did something for me whether they a lecture they taught i remember them because they made an impact they found a way to make an impact and a lot of them like we go in the first day, and they they're like they start with the little quote or whatever, and that theme remains throughout the whole year. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're always there to to better us. Like the table was set for me, you know, the table was set for me by by the teachers, by the staff, by everyone that played a part for me to graduate. So it was just a matter of me getting to work. Like I didn't have to look elsewhere because these people were here for me. So I I have like mad respect for. Every teacher on this campus, whether I know you or not, whether I had you or not, I know like you've made a, an impact on at least one student, and because of that, I just, I respect it. It's just there's nothing
0: else. And dude, it's it's students like you that that get us up in the morning and keep coming back here, like with without a doubt, it's 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 those ones that that have the appreciation that understand why we do what we do, that we we don't do it to climb any social standing or anything like that or or hierarchy like we we do it because we genuinely love you guys and we genuinely want to give back to the next generation and and you had mentioned um you know what can you guys do to to kind of give back to us right go on and make something of yourself
2: exactly that's that's, all
0: because we're we're, we're not done following you just because you guys leave that doesn't mean that we stop us social media is everywhere now like yeah. you guys end up on our social media feeds at some point or one or another yeah like we just want to see that you made it that's it that's how you give back to us
2: yeah and let us know that's something i was thinking about I was like man like the maximum like how do you say it? recompension or whatever or like payback oh um it's something like there's a word along that line it means uh, like to pay back or something
0: compensation
2: yeah, something like I that. I don't think it's recompensate. It's just compensation. Yeah, compensation yeah. to what every teacher has done is just, like, doing something with your life, yep. dude. Because you don't want to... The way I think about it, I'm like, man, there's, like, so many people that, that believe in me, and sometimes even more than I believe in myself, that it'd be, like, disrespectful to not do something. Mm-hmm. So, I, f- I feel like the table ha- was set for me in high school and is set for me for the future because of the people that surround me you know and i just it's just me putting in the work but like the behind the scenes is like teachers putting double the amount of work so and parents and Mm -hmm. friends and everybody else around me
0: it it sounds like eric um and I, i don't mean to cut you short here but i know we're getting short on time um it sounds like you have surrounded yourself with just an excellent group of people whether it's friends family colleagues associates teachers and you have embodied the the goodness in all those people and become the best version of yourself. And I think so combined right. with the people around you and the work that you've done the past two years, you have set yourself up for success.
2: Yes, sir. And, uh, I've, I still feel like there's, there's way more to go. Uh, I, I came a long way too. Cause I mean, I still was a goofball <laughs> senior year in class.
0: Well, don't, don't ever lose that aspect of it. You should always try to stay young at
2: heart. Right. But I'm feeling like I'm, I'm becoming better at managing when I can and when I can't be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to all my teachers out there that, you know, got annoyed every once in a while, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I promise I'm getting better at it. So, yeah. Uh, uh, f- and yeah. I
1: think we'll have, to, we'll have to advertise this episode a lot more than our usual, because I think, I think a lot of teachers on campus would appreciate hearing that from Yeah, yeah from man. Me. I, so, we'll push this episode quite a bit we're gonna we're gonna push this
0: one pretty heavily but you want to give a shout out to morphine too (laughs) you probably
2: gave him a few headaches (laughs) give a give a shout out to mr morphine man he i mean he's a whole he's the reason i'm going to pomona bro i didn't know i didn't know about pomona i didn't know pomona existed before him Mm -hmm. so he he made it possible um connections uh you got to have connections Mm -hmm. and then just having him as a coach was was a blessing man i'm just and uh, as well as all the teachers you know with everything else uh Miss Ogden being there with the application process, uh, the AVID program, um, Mr. Perez, shout out to you, man. Uh, just everyone that has ever played a part, Miss Jimenez, she she had to deal with me when I was a freshman.
1: <laughs> I, it was a lot.
2: So shout out to everyone. I probably missed a whole bunch of teachers, but anyone that has ever had a contribution, uh, an influence on me, on who I am, uh, thank you. Um, it's just it, they're there's it's there's no words to describe like what impact these people have on on our lives as students and I hope that current students and future students of Lakeside uh, recognize that and cherish that while you can just just because I'm realizing I'm realizing that now in the like last two days of school what gift <laughs> I had mm-hmm. to be here at Lakeside uh, so just I'm telling you guys now uh, f- current students if you're listening, uh, future students, recognize and cherish the gift you have in front of you uh because sooner or later you're going to be in my spot about to graduate and it's all going to be still there but in the past you know it's not you're not going to be a student here anymore so um a big thank you to, to everybody to you guys as well for having me
0: yeah big uh, thank you to you for taking time and coming on here dude thank Just you as, as we
1: wind down top three memories what do you think
2: uh, top three memories dude that's tough but uh <laughs> definitely our undefeated league championship my freshman year in soccer um probably making cif for cross country first time ever and league champions league championship league champions this season and i'd probably have to say shoot man this podcast yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this podcast is a highlight. I'll, I'll put this podcast up there because I've, I've never done anything like this. And I talk a lot, dude. So like, being able to put it somewhere for people to listen, it's like, oh, man, it, it makes me feel like crazy. So,
0: Dude, you could have talked
2: all day. I could have listened
0: to you talk all day, man. You you speak from the heart, and like I, I appreciate that. Thanks, You're a genuine dude, Eric. Thank and you I wish man. you nothing but the best in all your future endeavors. You Thank and you. your manager. Thank, yeah, my manager. <laughs> yeah, shout out Jeremy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, sir thank you so much
0: yeah thanks for coming just another big thank you to our uh salutatorian mr eric estrada for joining us here today and also a big thank you to all of our listeners out there uh for you know giving him the time and hearing what he has to say and while this is our season finale episode we do plan to come
1: back strong next year with an official club so if you or if anybody else you guys know are interested feel free to either contact my me mr Wimpenny, or mr flannery
0: Don't forget to go listen to our two bonus episodes that will be released alongside of this, including interviews with seniors at graduation. Until next year. Later, Lancers. See you guys.